Well, like, I mean, I use like ice cream, but I have yeah, my yeah. own mix, right? Okay. Like, because I used to go, dude, this is going to be so fat of me. And for all you it's fellow fine. fatties out there, lean into the raise your speakers. hand high in the sky. This is, yeah, man, this is, this is the jam right here. Slippery balls. Oh my god. Also, you're dumb. <laughs> Let me move this over. You know, the software that I use for this, I think I told you that. It it does a pretty damn good job of leveling. Yeah, what like, software is it? Even with this, what's well, the podcast little software and sponsored today. Sponsored no, today, but we got a fake sponsor every single time that's Podcastle. But yeah, it does the levels and it just brings everything up and makes it consistent. It's so good. Makes it pretty clean. Yeah, because I, I redid one that I, I didn't run it on so I could get it up really quickly. And I thought, ah, it's probably fine. It it sounded really good during the editing process. But then after I did the leveling, I'm like, holy shit, that sounds so much better. <laughs> I need to do that. <laughs> All right, so welcome to the Scattered Banter Podcast with Aaron and Thomas. What's going on, guys? And the topics today are, of course, going to be a bit scattered. But we do have one focus, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, I want to talk about the most important thing, and that's the Powerball jackpot, which is up to $1 billion. Is it really? Are you going to play that? Fuck no. What why? do you mean no? Why? Why? Why would you not? Do you have any idea? Dude, you have I a know a chance like, of like getting hit by lightning yeah. while you're falling out of the sky, and then a shark jumps a thousand feet into the air, which they can't do, and fucking eats you before it hits the water. Like <laughs> That's like the odds that you have. Why waste my time? Time or my money. I'm going to quote Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber and say, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched that, by the way. That you know what's amazing. funny? When I buy a ticket, I do this dumb thing where I'm buying the ticket for whatever one it is, and I always make a mental note to remember the person's name on their name tag, and I make a little deal in my head to say, okay, if I win... I'm gonna hook this person up wow. with like twenty grand. You're my daughter, a really good person, really good person, right? So if you're selling me a ticket, chances are you're gonna get twenty grand or more. My daughter was like, "Give him two million. I'm like, you know what you should do? That's a lot. You should just tell them that, like, when you buy the ticket. If I win, you're getting a cut. Because you know, I will, I will make this argument. If you go to win a billion dollar jackpot yeah. and you spend like a couple bucks on a lotto ticket, assuming that that's not all you have left to your name, right? Yeah. The mental process that you go through of uh -huh. fantasizing about what you can do. There's definitely fantasizing. Going yeah, on. like oh, I can I can pay off my debts and I can buy a house and whatever. Yeah. Right, all of that. I feel like that's worth the, the two bucks. Yeah, honestly, like when else do you do that? No, you don't really. Right, and, exactly. And most people wouldn't even think about paying off their debts, and that kind of ties. You into can what even we're consider about that <laughs> as a two-dollar vacation trip, it's right? In, for your mind for, for an evening. Mind. Yeah, that and is so, pretty good. And so, by telling that guy, if I win, you're getting two percent, buddy. Right? Nice. Then he's gonna. You're giving the gift. He's locked in. He's gonna fantasize about he's, you. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I hope this fucking guy wins because instantly, nobody else is telling me. We've that. just discovered a way to make people instantly fantasize about I like us. <laughs> I like that. That's a little fun <laughs> moment right there. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Now you too can make someone fantasize yes. about you. So I was reading an article uh, that I heard about before, and it was about how they asked students to write an essay um, detailing how their life would be in like 10 years. Speaking of fantasy. So like <laughs> so like every detail, but it's it's more than that. So every it's like student every is this, you detail. said high school students? No, no, no. no. This, oh, is college. College? This, is, this is a college I was level. Say essay. Every single high school nah, student. Nah, nah. I'm gonna be an influencer. <laughs> I'm gonna be have more followers than Mr. Beast. And... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna climb the ladders Man. of YouTube. Yeah. No, but it's it's like uh it's where you live, where you work, who your friends are gonna be, how you spend your day, even what you eat. And really? It's one of those things. It's like a visualize it, write it down so that you set these as goals and you work un unconsciously towards those goals. You know, it'd be really interesting <laughs> is to know like some kind of aggregated data about like the type of people uh -huh. that and, and what they said commonly right so like for example somebody who goes to harvard or an ivy league school their perspective is going to be completely different than Way somebody different. going to like a like a junior college or something it like is. that you know what i mean 
a lot of that ties in. So I thought it would be the part that stuck with me the most for this episode, but with a twist is what would you eat if you could binge on anything for a day with no consequences? Dude, so ice cream. This is like, I just wouldn't even eat. It would be breakfast, lunch, ice and dinner, and, ice cream, ice cream and water. That's Obviously it? I put a lot All more day. thought into this. <laughs> But I didn't tell you about it. No, it's just that I've You're been the thinking one that about I, it for years. I'm sure you have. <laughs> I like how in the podcast, I just I don't show you a lot of this stuff that I come up yeah, with. I don't. I don't. Really... I just throw quarters in the jukebox and you just start playing. Man, dude. Playing yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm not even joking. Like I, have I know. Legitimately, I what have, kind of ice? Let cream? me explain. I have done this. <laughs> I have. Literally, You've already lived this. Is yeah, this, you want to do it again? This day multiple times, yeah. and I would live this day. Every day, what if kind I of could, ice cream? I make my own. You? What do you mean? You make your own? I have what? Well, like I mean, I use like ice cream, but I have yeah, my yeah. own mix, right? Okay. Like, because I used to go, dude, this is gonna be so fat of me. And for all you it's fellow fine. fatties out there, lean into the raise your hands high in the sky. This is yeah, man. This is this is the jam right here. Leave so, your chunky arms up so in the sky. Tillamook, uh, Tillamook vanilla, blah. Tillamook vanilla say. bean. Uh huh. Mixed Tell with, yeah, dude. It's like Tillamook is the best. That's not what I pictured. Dude, for I you. mix a lot of stuff with it. Okay, so Chunky Monkey came to mind. Peanut, for me. wow, Peanut M and M's. What a dick. It's peanut M and M's. Okay, <laughs> there's uh, um, uh, Chunky Peanut Butter, uh-huh. like Skippy Chunky Peanut yeah, Butter. Yeah. Um, there's these thin dark chocolate Thin Mint. Okay, like oh, they're like Girl Scout cookies, but they're like square and they're like the Safeway brand or they're like Elf. I don't know if they're Safeway brown or are these Elf. the mints you get at restaurants? No, they're like wafers, like okay, just round like wafers? a Girl Scout cookie, except for instead of them round and regular chocolate, uh-huh. chocolate, they're square and dark chocolate. You guys know what he's talking about, there, I bet. It, they sell <laughs> them like, at yeah, Safeway. I, I want to say it's like a Safeway Select <laughs> brand, but they are bomb. You're making and, your own froyo shop. I see. Dude, how it goes. so the, yeah, start with vanilla bean, a good and, base. Yes, exactly. And then caramel, right? And uh-huh. then you mix it all up and smash it, and then you put more. Caramel, and that's right. I this said is... caramel. I didn't I say, was caramel. say caramel. <laughs> All you caramel fuckers out there, this it's caramel. Like, damn this it! This is like the dress thing. And that, <laughs> wait, oh yeah, or tomato, the, tomato. Is it maybe is that's it more white? accurate? What was it? White or gold or blue it was or black gold? and gold Fucking or whatever it was? Who knows? Red or green? I don't want to talk about that. Anyway, so yeah, get in that debate. Is it layered like a lasagna? No, it's all mixed together. It looks like. I don't know, like smashed candy almost. Tastes like, good, I bet. Dude, it is amazing. It sounds like a McFlurry. I'm like literally starting to crave it right now. Oh it's kind of like a, yeah, no, it's kind of like a McFlurry, I guess. So that I would, I've literally <laughs> taken like a carton of ice cream. And this was when I was in like ridiculously good shape. So you could burn it off. I would eat, that's all I ate all yeah. fucking day. And why then, not? yeah, and then the you next day, it. I just fast the whole day. Yeah, why not? You just. For like 36 hours. But, you know what? That does terrible shit to it your insides. It balances you out. But when you're at that age, I'm sure you I can. guess it didn't matter. You feel it like Late a motherfucker 20s, now, though, huh? 30s. Uh, you eat now? that, it's like pounding oh, yeah. a bunch of drinks. Dude, yeah, that's all bad. Like, I'm yeah. going to have diabetes the next day kind of thing. It's no good. I went with three different meals, and I'm going to read them <laughs> off for you here because I had, I had extra time at work. <laughs> three different meals. Let's hear it. All right, so breakfast, uh, three Bloody Marys and a pack of my favorite smokes. God damn, you'd be drunk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, I'd go with uh, the best biscuits and gravy I could find. Uh, one of those Happy Face pancakes from IHOP, because I love those when I was. You wait, up. hold on, wait, wait. Let me get this right. Of all the fucking places, that I you wouldn't could be go, at IHOP. I would get it to go. You literally said from IHOP. You that, go to IHOP. Just that and particular dish. So I'd get the I get the biscuits and gravy from somewhere else, but then I'd have the IHOP Happy Face. That's all right, right. I'm not gonna happy hate. Face Keep going. Pancake. Keep going. It's fucking little, delicious. I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed. It's fucking delicious. I feel like you should find it's, a better it's pancake. More, than it's more, it's more nostalgic. Maybe I don't know. I, if, I haven't been to many places. Look, if we pancakes, have listeners, and they, I want to hear. See, maybe I don't. I maybe I'm out of touch with reality. This is that perspective between Harvard and living in downtown Vallejo, <laughs> across the street from a Denny's. I wish I went Scared. to Harvard. <laughs> so then, let's see. Uh, Eggs Benedict, and you know what? Just to top it off, a blueberry pop tart. 
So that's breakfast. That's breakfast. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to eat all that. Yeah, I'm just going to throw this out there. I know you've been struggling with trying to get like the whole blood sugar thing under control. And like, not that you've <laughs> it's got- It's going some, out of control now. It's hilarious. It's, to, it's just really funny to me that like, I know you've been working really that's hard on it version. for like a few weeks. And then we've got this podcast topic that's like, let's talk about all let's the bad about stuff. that has, and, and there's no consequence. Can I just talk like, about eating the bad things for five right, fucking seconds and What's be happy? Like, What's for lunch? <laughs> lunch, thick ass steak burrito, like the ones I used to save my money for and ride my bike to at the burrito truck when I was a kid. I feel like a whole they lot of so good. disappointment in this this list, man. <laughs> you can do better. It's all nostalgia. Think, okay, so it's the list is, is is really not has nothing to do with the food. It has to do with the it's memories. A, I think it's a little bit of nostalgia. Yeah, you know, funny story about that burrito. So I used to, I'd save up my money and I'd go get these super burritos from uh, these trucks. Dude, out on Sonoma Boulevard honestly. in Vallejo. And Wait, one... is it the one that's like as long as an arm? Yeah. Is that the one? Well, it's a, it was as long as my forearm, I would say. It's about a foot long, at least. Yeah, yeah. like literally there's yeah, one as it's, big as my it's arm. Big. So I had that in my pocket one time, and I was heading home, and I was going to chow down on this motherfucker. We were going to spend some quality time. You and the burrito. Me and the burrito. And I saw <laughs> I saw a friend of mine, uh, like across the way as I'm riding my bike back, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to show him how rad I am, and I'm going to jump up. Uh, like popping ollie up this curve and i did i see where this is and going. i and i feel like i got up like five feet in the air it was probably like a half a foot if that <laughs> and f- fuck if the burrito didn't come right out of my pocket it hit the ground and just no. unrolled perfectly ceremoniously and the beans just came spilling out like the oh, worst kind of beans. glitter ever oh no <laughs> and it just went everywhere oh no i was oh my god i thought about this seriously is- I took a hot minute and I really wanted to go back and roll it up because it was purpose. It was perfectly uh, sitting on top of the concrete and the the foil was still protecting most of it. <laughs> I would have picked up. Of... I would have picked up the part that didn't touch anything. I know, right? Call it a day. Let's see. Uh, dinner, just double layer carrot cake. That right on the top it says you deserve this. Is this, it the one this is for you? Is it the one? Oh wait, like somebody's gonna write that on it. They're gonna write it on there before I pick it up. And be oh, like, your your whole list is very sentimental and it's very sentimental. It's a lot of care. It's a lot of a lot of self care going you into need this. A hug, brother? <laughs> I could use a hug after we get done here. I'm just saying, if you have a carrot cake you're hiding in your, fridge. I'll go buy you a carrot cake. It'll be the best. If anybody's listening and had. you want to buy me a gift, I feel like blueberry pop tarts are a pretty good purchase. But carrot cake is always nice. Is it? That's a nice surprise. I thought you were working on your. I am. What are you? <laughs> I can't be happy for five seconds. Anyway, okay, so I'm, I'm shocked. Let me. I, I got to talk more about this. Yeah, let's honestly. figure it out. Okay, look. Why isn't there some exotic shit? Like what? Like fucking A5 Wagyu from Japan, for example. That would be good. Yeah, well, like if you're I mean, gonna, I would try that. Sure. You have a burrito with A5 Wagyu in it would be better, guaranteed, than the burrito. I've you never had. had that, but that would be delicious. It, you just type in the best steak in the world, and you'll find out real quick. You're making my mouth water, dude. Right now. <laughs> It's amazing. I've never even had it. It's I'm incredible. Salivated. I bet it is. One day, I saw an I'll episode, get one and I'll share it with I you. I saw an episode of Queer Eye the other day, and the guy that they were helping ran a Wagyu uh, steak farm, and they showed him cooking one. And Where? Uh, in Texas. That's not the same thing. It's not? No. It is not even fucking close. Really? I thought that was. No. See, that's why. See, this is what's fucked up. All right, let me get on my soapbox real quick. Your Wagyu's. Am I even saying it right? Is it Wagyu? Wagyu. It comes from Japan. Okay. It has to come from Japan. A5 comes from Japan. There's a lot of Wagyu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, it's like the fucking grade. Right. So what is Texas like? A four? I don't even know. Texas is is it might as well be poop. It compared to <laughs> Oh my god. Compared okay. Sorry look, to our listeners in no, Texas that want to sponsor hey, this podcast. Listen, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not saying Texans can't make badass steaks. Some of the best steaks will come out of Texas. It's just not We're comparable. We're not talking about that. We're talking about specifically Wagyu. If you're comparing A five. Yes. Okay. Wagyu A five, like, is the cows are Massaged every day. They might as well be at some kind of. I have heard retreat. about that. Don't they give them beer too? 
I don't actually remember. I watched this whole documentary about it, and essentially the goal is to keep stress away from the yeah. cow as much as possible. So when they die, the muscle in their body is surrounded by fat, like and interwoven with fat. And then they've genetically do created they, this line of cow do over they years and years and years. Specific diets to get more of the fat in them? Yeah, there's specific foods that they yeah. give them, but it's like it's really curated mm-hmm. over time. And there's a lineage, like to the know. point where if if you order it, yeah. you get a document literally with like your cow's name and the nice. fucking whole his love languages. I, and I know all this because I've had it because I got it as a gift from my girlfriend one year mm-hmm. for my birthday because the steaks are like two hundred fifty bucks a piece. What was your steak's name? I don't. I don't remember. Gloria. It probably had a Japanese name. It was amazing though, but it's super rich. So like, it was a one pound steak, sixteen mm-hmm. ounces, one inch thick. Right. And the first time we ate it, I split. I had a quarter of it, and she had a quarter of it, and we could barely finish it because it was so rich. But I'll be damned, it's the best steak I've ever had. And you cooked it? You barbecue it? Yeah, I cooked it. I practiced on ribeyes for like uh-huh. a month, and I would just I cooked one every fucking week. <laughs> just, it was at least just a to month. Get your steak just game to get ready. Up. Yeah, and then and then I fucked up. I put too much butter, and then ah. the second one I did was literally perfect. It was amazing. Nice. Yeah, it was incredible. I'm jealous of your experience. I, I feel like try you it. should have a five wagyu in your imaginary. You know what? Best day burrito in about. Eight or nine episodes. We'll revisit this topic and we'll we'll do it again. Maybe we'll we revisit be... this topic and have some fucking A five. Oh argument. man, that'd be dope. If we get a sponsor and we make two hundred fifty bucks, I will take that. Is it money that much for a for steak? one steak? Two hundred fifty dollars. It's an experience. I'll stick with the fucking pop tarts. What? You're, this is there's no consequences for you. You know what's day. really good? Is what poop- is wrong with? Poutine You're even is, cheap. Can we, can we mix it with poutine? I'm cheap. You're I am even cheap. cheap in your fucking imaginary day. You're what right. the fuck is this? This is horrible. <laughs> it gives me you anxiety. Can't, you can't be cheap in the imaginary day. You're right. I need to live it up. <laughs> live I need to step little. it up in my imaginary. Yeah. yeah, that's why I was giving you shit about the IHOP pancake, right? Oh, man, it's so like, delicious, though. You should have said, like, it's comfort I'm going to go into IHOP to get my pancake, and Gordon Ramsay's going to make it and ah, fucking feed see, it to I me. Like, I like your, your He's imagination. He's going to feed it to me. Yeah, something like that. I like that he would be there. That's He's the saying. one you thought of. Him and maybe another chef. Like, Sure, I, I don't know, know any of Wolfgang Puck. No, fucking pick somebody who's dead, okay? Like someone who's... Oh, my God. No, I'm not even Julia trying to be morbid. Childs. Yeah, sure. She comes back from the dead in perfect, harmonious condition and cooks a pancake for you. I don't know how I pulled that because I don't even... I'm just saying, yeah. you could have gone with anything and you went with fucking... IHOP. Why are you making me feel bad about it? <laughs> I'm trying to get that you That was to use one your part of it. Goddamn imagination. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> My imagination isn't the greatest I'm when it comes to food, I don't I think. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have, my creative juices flow better in other areas. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about another thing that we did recently. So we got together for a game night and we played cash flow. So yes. you you organized this game night and you wanted everybody to play cash flow and we're like, what the fuck is that? Oh, you guys are so irritated. We were so like irritated. Like, minutes. what do you mean? So I, I looked it up and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. So yeah. I read that book. It was uh, the Rich book Dad, Rich Poor Dad, Dad, Poor Dad. By did you Robert read the book? Kiyosaki multiple times. Yeah. You did, right? So Amazing I read it. Book. Uh, when it first came out, which was like 20, 25 years ago. So by your math, I was probably about 75. That's about right. When I read that. Uh, I remember reading it, and the biggest takeaway for me was that you want your money to work for you rather than you know working for your money. And for me, that was definitely eye-opening. Uh, because I was always told, you know, if you wanna if you wanna make money, you need to hustle for it, you need to work hard, you need to earn it. And that that's really only half the story. And it was the half, the other half I never really learned. And the problem was I'd make money, I'd spend it on things like, you know, um, car doodads, doodads, Playstations, blueberry pop tarts, a new helmet for uh, riding your bicycle. But what I also needed to do was find ways to invest in things that could give me passive income. And that's, yeah. that's a topic that a lot of people aren't familiar with. Um, and so what's passive income? Great question. I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> I would love to tell you. Uh, it's things like you know stocks that pay dividends, rental income, uh, products that you sell on a website like the Goat royalties on royalties. Artwork. Yeah, uh, basically <laughs> things that you set up and it makes money for you without while, you having to work while for you it sleep. Over and over again. Exactly, yeah. and one of the great ways of learning about passive income is by playing that game that we played. 
that was cash flow that also came from the book that we talked about, the Rich Dad Poor Dad. If you haven't read it, definitely it's it's worth your time, and it's a short read. I feel like yeah, it's a pretty simple uh, read. It's yeah. a really good story. Um, there's a lot of really great lessons to be learned. If you read it like now and then in six months, you practice stuff and you read it again, yeah. you're gonna pick up new stuff every. So time what you would you it. say are some of your biggest takeaways? Let's step away from the game for a second, but from the book when you first read it, like what what was your perception of it and what was the benefit of it? You know, for some reason, there's this one story in the book that really sticks out in my mind and it's it's robert kiyosaki describes himself as a child and he's like an elementary school or junior high or something like that and they meet with um it's like i think his his friend's name is mike and then mike's dad is rich dad yeah and then robert kiyosaki's dad is his poor dad yep yep and so his poor dad's like highly educated Mm -hmm. right like traditionally educated through college degrees and that sort of thing. I, I want to say he was like a teacher. Was he? Yeah. I, I thought he was a, yeah, that might be I right. think he was a, some sort of a teacher. I don't know like if it was, I he was college or whatever, but no, 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 no. He wasn't a janitor. Okay. He was college educated or maybe he was, I don't know. But anyway, the, I want to say he was a teacher. He wasn't making a lot of money. Is he the was point. just, you know, normal every day, supporting like kind of getting family, by, supporting getting his by. family, have a little bit in savings. But when yeah. those tough times come, it can be kind of hard. Yeah. And then there's Rich Dad. So the story that I always think about is how Robert Kiyosaki visits his buddy Mike. And when he's at his friend Mike's house and they're hanging out, he sees like all this stuff that his Mm -hmm. dad's doing. There's contractors he's meeting with. There's like um, he he meets with like a secretary. He meets with somebody else. And like, yeah, he's not focused on all the things that they have, but the actual activities that the dad is is partaking in. Yeah. and, And that stood out to me because his time usage was done very well. Yeah. And the ability to delegate functionality to other people while simultaneously having a good idea and understanding of like the whole system and the, uh, I guess like the, the interests that Robert Kiyosaki explains he has mm-hmm. in why his, yeah, it's an interesting thing, especially for a thing. kid yeah. that's seen like, yeah. what the hell is this? Yeah. And I think when I read the book, I was like 19 or something yeah, like yeah. that. And so like, it got me thinking like, wow, is that like what rich people do with their time? You know what I mean? Like, so your, your takeaway was one of the biggest things was how they spend their time yeah. in that story. Like they're, what their day to day activity <laughs> yeah. is actually that's like versus like, you know, I don't know, back then I would come home and I might like barbecue some food and eat yeah or like turn on a tv program just keeping yourself entertained and finding ways to do that finding ways to pass the time versus using the time right exactly in order to be able to enjoy that time more in a different way so we played this cash flow game and i'd like to hear you give an overview of it because you have a great understanding of it you've played it uh quite a bit it sounded like off and on I with friends like and for years you've played it a lot of times so why don't you give everybody an overview so if you're going to have somebody over a game night how would you explain it to them in terms of oh, what God. is this cash flow game <sighs> that we're getting into because if you if you hear about this game you're like this sounds like a lot of fucking work what are we playing it <laughs> this isn't pictionary okay before we're we not go gonna there, play charades I, or something <laughs> before we go there i want to hear what your takeaway from rich dad poor dad was one of the biggest things was not working for your money but uh having your money work for you and for a a short time and i think the reason that i found that book is because i was trying to find ways to do more with the money that i did have and that was i would say hands down my biggest takeaway in terms of i should be more financially savvy or not financially savvy but i should be more financially competent in how i spend my money how i invest it or just the simple fact that I do invest it. Like, yeah. that's an option. It's not something just for for rich people. It's not just something for older yeah. people when they're in their 60s and 70s. It's more it's of a some, path to get like, your dreams. Yeah, anybody can do this. And I yeah. think that's one of the biggest roadblocks for people is that they assume that, you know, that's not something that I can do. I don't make a ton of money. I don't have a lot of leftover money. It's it's more of a mindset that once you once you realize what that mindset is and you're in line with it, you start to see these opportunities for doing it, even at a at a lower income level, because you could start investing in stocks, you know, five dollars a month, twenty five dollars a month, and then eventually grow that up. Or investing in a four hundred one k. Some people don't do that, and just putting away money at an early age is such a, a beneficial thing. And so when I say like being financially literate or uh, educated about those things, it can be it can it's such a game changer. 
yeah. for getting to the passive income thing. And again, like in the game, yeah, getting out of the rat race, so to speak, which is a big part of the game. Yeah, so I'll explain it. All right, yeah, so yeah. imagine a board game where on the board there's a bunch of rectangle spaces that you move along when you roll dice. And those rectangle spaces form a circle, okay? And so you go from one to the other to the other based on the number on the dice that you roll. And there's different things that happen depending on each space you land on. So, for example, one of the spaces says paycheck. If you land on that space, you get your paycheck. And at the beginning of the game, before you start, everybody gets one of these cards, right? They get like a... It's like a, it's a profit and loss statement, but essentially it's a card that describes your character that you're playing. So like, for example, what was your card that you got? I got an engineer. You got an engineer. Yeah. Okay. So you have like a certain amount of debt. You yeah. have a certain amount of savings. You and have I a like, paycheck. I like that it gives you that and then assigns you a job and gives you expenses and all the things that it has on the card. Because it's like it's, real life. It's real life. Yeah. Even if, I mean, you don't have to like the job. It's a matter of you're working. You could get a janitor or a teacher. Yeah. But you. There's doctor, The important lawyer, part is what you do with that information. Driver. There's truck driver. Yeah. It's what you do with that information. You have to keep track of it. Yeah. And so like you take all this info off the card, you transpose it onto a document and then you use that document and throughout the game, your numbers will change. So yeah, like, let's say you land on, on the paycheck, you collect money, right? That's not going to change much, but there's a deal uh, space. So if you land on the deal space, you get to pick between a big deal and a small deal. And yeah. at the beginning of the game, you always pick small deal. Otherwise, it's just like wasting yeah, the, a turn. The or big deals are out of reach. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. So like finance or money wise, you don't if, have enough money to spend. If the on card that. you pull that's a small deal, like you can buy a house or a condo or you can like stocks. like buy stocks. Yeah. Or uh, I think it was like CDs, stuff like that. So those items then become part of your balance sheet and you have to write them in when you spend money on them to track them. And then there's a a market card. There's other cards that let you sell stocks and Mm -hmm. houses. Excuse me. And the goal is to get to a place where you build up your passive income, the income from the investments that you're getting from Mm -hmm. these deals over time. Yeah. And the other goal is to lower your expenses, right? So there's debt that you start with that you can pay off. And as you pay that debt off, your expenses lower, which means your overall income increases. And as a combination of these two things, eventually what ends up happening over a period of time is your passive income will be equal to or greater than your total monthly expenses, which Mm -hmm. means in theory, you could quit your job. And now all of your bills and your whole lifestyle is being paid for by all these passive investments. That you so make. instead of being in the rat race, I know, super exciting if you're listening to this. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> but if you care about getting out of the rat race or or uh, investing in having passive income, I feel like it's, it's a very important skill to have. And once you see it play out in the game, like this is actually things that could come up in real life that you could take advantage of. And the ability to analyze those big and small deals in the game uh, is an important skill to have because some are going to give you positive cash flows, meaning the monthly income in your pocket, uh, but some offer like zero or negative cash flows, and you have to be able to think read, through how you have to, to think through and profitable. And it seems like a no-brainer that you might pass on like the negative cash flow deals or the zero cash flow deals, but even those deals have potential upsides yeah. to where you might be able to sell that house that gives so, you zero or negative passive income in the beginning later on when the value. So if you're able to buy that house, at you a, seem a, really excited about like, yeah, well I did more research for this too. And I saw some more things that I didn't see during the game and the same with the stocks too. Like you got to look for is the, does the deal make sense and could it potentially make me money later? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that so and I, that's not something you pick up on. I feel like in the game, like I played the game way back when, but it was very brief. But it also took me a few turns, and I think it would be like that for a lot of people going in fresh. Yeah, that it takes a few turns with uh, somebody like you who's seasoned, and you see what what moves you're making and why you're doing these certain deals, and you start yeah. to pick up on ah, oh, okay, so that that is a good deal, or and here's why because it's going to allow me to get a chunk of money because I sell off my stocks once they raise up or yeah, the house which appreciates will let you invest in bigger deals. Exactly. And things like that. So this is what I want to know is coming into this. Okay. So now that we got all the meat and potato bullshit out of the way, right? Yeah, yeah. You understand kind of the game and that sort of thing. And I don't mean you, I mean, anybody who's listening, Sure. like I want to know what you really thought of the game in the first 10 minutes and the first hour. And then at conclusion. And before you answer, the reason why I'm asking is because when we sat down the first 30 
30 minutes, all I felt was just straight up fucking tension. <laughs> like you and our other friends that were there playing. It was like work. <laughs> Basically, nobody had played except for me and yeah. my girlfriend. It was annoyance because it felt like and homework. Everyone was just like, like, oh, uh. Thomas tricked us, right? <laughs> like, and you know, I was... I was half hoping that Mercedes was going to grab like a different game and be like, fuck that, we're going to play this game <laughs> where we draw pictures and we try to guess. Yeah. Or Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. And I'm going to say something funny and laugh and get to laugh a lot. So that was how you were feeling the first how long? The first 10 minutes, it just, it was like, ah, oh, this, this seems kind of boring. It's, and Yeah. I mean, I'm sure explaining it sounded fucking I mean, the boring. first Yeah, the first five minutes was just writing shit on my paper, and I'm like, <laughs> I have to transfer all... Can I just hold on to the card? It's right here on the card. Yeah. Why do I have to transfer all this? And yeah. like, well, it makes sense. You have to erase it later on and, yep. and do that. So the first 10 minutes were just... It was boredom. It was exciting when I had got to roll the dice, and I was like, okay, I'm moving my little cheese guy, my little rat. <laughs> Your rat. <laughs> <laughs> and... Like that was the only excitement in the beginning and maybe getting to pick up a card or getting paid because you start with some money and then you figure out what your salary is and like, oh, every time I land on a payday, like in the game of life, I get paid and I have more money. So that part kept me going in the beginning. After the first 30 minutes, you get to see a little bit more, but not really that much. It wasn't until after at least the first hour when things start happening and people are either buying stocks or like, yeah, okay, I'll buy a stock. And nobody's paying <laughs> and attention. Everybody's like super like fucking worried about yeah. doing anything and getting something and wrong. And being wrong. Which is a really great lesson in itself. It like is. you have to fucking pull the trigger if you're gonna move forward. At yeah. some point but you've then, gotta actually be willing to take those steps. Yeah, but then at a certain point I also realize, hold on, I have this debt here. I can pay this off. Yeah. So I can't pay all of it off because you have to pay it off in one lump sum. You can't just do like, I'm going to pay $1,000 on my credit card debt. Yeah. If your credit card debt is 3000 you need to pay 3000 Yeah, like in real life, you can kind of inch it down. You but can. But like in the game. In the game, but the game allows you. It's too complicated if it, it was It is. Like and that. the game allows you to get enough money to pay those things down. Yeah. And I think that was one of the first realizations. It was like, oh, I, can, I got some extra money. Why don't I pay this off? And then my... My expenses go down. Yeah. And my my income. And then every time you get paid, you have a little bit extra. You have a little bit extra. What can I do with that? Exactly. And so that was, I think, the first realization for me. One of the other realizations that didn't really hit me as hard until, not even during the game. It was like after? It was after the game. But I I mean, I, I did do it during the game and I did take advantage of it. But I don't think I grasped the concept fully until after and that was the concept of leverage using leverage yep. as a way to invest <laughs> I, in and like i told stocks. you guys you like, did but it's one of those things like in your head you're like oh well more debt is obviously bad i shouldn't do that but there's good debt and there's bad debt well and it doesn't help that nobody trusts me in games right exactly <laughs> like nobody trusts you in the beginning so any advice that you're gonna give I'm like yeah. fuck you <laughs> I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to play your little game, Yeah, I was asshole. genuinely trying to help, and you guys were like, fuck off. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> and then, I guess yeah. I do that to myself. So That's like, my fault. <laughs> it is. It's the boy who cried wolf, but in a different way. Hey, whoa, whoa. I so, never cry wolf. But yeah, good debt is the kind of debt where you invest in something, and the passive income you're going to get from it outweighs the outweighs interest, the the interest the and the the terms of that deal. Yeah. And you don't. And I didn't really grasp that fully until after the fact. Like, yeah, that would make sense. Like I saw you guys do it during the game. Like, oh, I could borrow five thousand dollars, and I can do a down payment. That's the voice I use for you uh, during the game. <laughs> and <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> it could be worse. Everybody sounds oh, like well, I want to do this. Like, like you could have said my, it like that. My <laughs> default for people is usually a stoner voice when I'm using their voice. <laughs> but I didn't fully grasp that until later. And it was, it was when I was doing research for this in terms of what most people learn from the game or some of the, the most important takeaways and uh, I feel like that's a very important thing to learn. And I, my strongest beliefs in terms of how you learn things is if, if somebody's telling it to you, you don't always learn it as quickly or you don't retain it as well. But when you learn it by going through some kind of uh, adversity. Isn't that you called tend, phonetic learning? I think it might be. Yeah, Is it? I believe so. Okay, so I'm that Googling makes it. You should Google we'll it. See if I'm smart. But when you learn it in that way, it, it tends to stick with you more. So the things that I learned on my own during that game, I feel like stuck with me more so because I I learned it in a hard, kind of a hard lesson. <laughs> you find it? No, it, <laughs> I spelled it wrong. <laughs> Wait, yeah. 
But yeah, I think everybody should play this game at least once. But I guarantee that not everybody's going to be interested. But for those people that that are at least a little bit interested in these topics that we're talking about, it's worth your time to play. So hit Thomas up. Uh, you can email us up at scatteredbanter@gmail.com. Yeah, we have an email address. Just kidding. If you find my address, don't come over. <laughs> we have an email address now. It's scatteredbanter@gmail.com. I think so. phonetic is wrong. I is it? It's like by sound or something. You just offended yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people in some way. What? How? I, I think they should offer this in high schools, too. Maybe as a club, it would be helpful for kids I'm to learn sure, about money. I'm sure in economics, there's some kind of club. Somebody might have them. it out yeah, there. It, it's really interesting the way the game impacts different people. What I thought was cool, so I really wanted to ask you, what did you guys think about the game? Yeah. And I didn't say anything for like two days. And then all of a sudden, you both were like, oh my God, Like I've been really thinking I'm about thinking it a about lot. thinking about passive income. Yeah, and I, and I started looking at stocks that... Uh, produce dividends. Yeah. So the real estate investment trust, the REITs. I did. I did a little bit of digging on that, and I found some, and I ended up investing in a few. And rather than get a warranty on my car, which isn't necessarily as critical, I decided to put that money away uh, into uh, a continuous investment in some REITs to build up over time, and that's basically going to be my my fallback for expenses for the car if I need to. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, but I've been looking for ways. And Tessa, actually, my wife Tessa, she just went to visit her dad and talked a little bit about investing. And she he shared some of that info with her. And I'm excited to uh, talk to her about that today, some of the stuff he's doing. Speaking of of cars, you yeah. guys just got some new cars. We yeah? did just get some cars. Not new cars. New to us. They're both used cars. They look brand new. They do look brand new. Which That's is because amazing. I'm a very cheap very che- i'm very cheap <laughs> cheap shopper i think we've kidding. established that but i do i do a lot of research dream breakfast I my wife and i are very different in the ways that we shop she is very i like the way this car looks that's what i want and i'm like how much gas mileage does it have what are the safety ratings what is the car reliability rating i'd i'd spreadsheet with multiple sheets will in there will it explode while i'm driving will it explode while i'm driving and what are the most common problems? I did so much research. It would make you your eyes gloss over. Not you, but a lot of people out there, I'm sure. Because I want to make sure I'm making the right choice. So what I ended up, I was looking at Honda Pilots, which is kind of what I had. And I was just looking at a newer one. But maybe something a little, uh, looks a little better. Like the black rims, those are those are pretty, pretty I got nice. some spray paint if you want You could do that. We'll get real cheap, buddy. But yeah, she ended up buying a Mercedes that looks pretty hot, especially the inside. It's It's got a cool interior. And she was trying to push me towards a Mercedes. I'm like, that sounds like something I'll never do. That just gives me anxiety thinking about it. Have you ridden in a Mercedes? Before? I have multiple times. They're quite comfy. They are so comfortable. And turns out, if you get the right year, they're very, very reliable. So for a while, I was looking at a certain model that I was trying to get a third row seat because I have to have a third row seat for all the chitlins. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to find a, a specific model that doesn't normally have a third row seat. Um, couldn't find it. They just It's an option that people can buy when they purchase it new, and it's very rarely. I think I found one in New York. <laughs> Did, is that where your car came from? No. So <laughs> I ended up looking at the larger ones, uh, the bigger SUVs that they had, like the GLS uh, 450. And if you get the right year, they're very reliable cars. Uh, it is a higher cost of ownership in terms of you're going to pay a little bit more in insurance. Uh, you're going to pay a little bit more in gas because you have to use premium gas. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, believe that's, me when I tell you that's that. That's nice. And I don't even know how much that is right now, but I know it's expensive. It is I expensive. But four ninety nine dollars gas if you, on sign yesterday. Well, if you get it at Costco, you can get it a little cheaper. And if you compare the the price of regular unleaded versus premium, and you can actually afford it, then it's not, I mean, it's a jump. And if you're willing to pay that, not everybody is. Yeah. Uh, I was fine with it. The big thing for me was that, you know what? You only live this life once. YOLO! (laughs) YOLO! And you know what? I deserve to treat myself. And I found one that I really liked and fell in love with. And I was like, I want that fucking car. I really do. It's And it just, it looked really cool. And we took it out for a test drive and it it checked all the boxes for me. And so I I ended up doing it. And believe me when I tell you that this fucking car gives me anxiety. Why? (laughs) Why? Because you're worried somebody's going to dent it. Well, that too, but I'm so cheap. I wouldn't normally do that. And are so you, do you have buyer's remorse? 
I did at the beginning. I had an extreme it's buyer's remorse. It's still the beginning. What are you talking about? Uh, I been know. Like, what, two weeks? It's, yeah, it's Be still. Be honest. A... Do you have buyer's remorse? Not anymore. Okay, In the first two good. days, I was like, I should have got the Honda Pilot. Oh, wow. <laughs> so this went against I should have like, got your... the Black Edition. This went against the your ethics. It like, did go against your personal like, it, belief system it and did, value it was, system. It did, but it was also checking the boxes, and I was just like, oh, my God, what am I doing? But. But that went away. It went away. And in the end, you know what? Uh, it's something that I did for myself, and I, I love the car. How often uh, do you say this in front of the mirror every night before you go to bed? I get in front of <laughs> I do some affirmations, and I say, you're worth this. You are a special, you're a special, special man. Oh, man. I love you. You should hug yourself, give you some special care. So in the, in the the am I allowed to ask about pricing? How much was the car? You're like, $12,000. No. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve thousand. How it's, much was it's it? an older one? No, it's no, not. We're want, not going to talk, talk about, about numbers. It. What? We're not going to talk numbers. That means but it was twelve grand, and he doesn't want to show <laughs> that he's that cheap. I'm That's not going to show my work on this one, but I did get it. That's funny. From a dealership, I didn't want a chance having it be a, a lemon. I wanted to make sure it was well taken care of. The Carfax has to be clean. And it has to check all those boxes for me, or God, it's not going like, to happen. Man, that car fax. I BA'd the shit out of BA'd this. BA'd the shit out a of it. A business analyst, the hell out of this. Dude, Carfax <laughs> is such a good marketing pro, like dream product kind of thing. Like it is. Got got to. I can't even remember the cash phrase anymore. And you know gotta what? Check the Carfax. You do, right? and like, even the ones that have the minor accidents are worth a look because when I bought my Honda Pilot, it had a minor accident on the front rear, uh, front right fender, and that doesn't necessarily mean it was totaled out. Uh, and those bonus, those cars are a little bit uh, dropped down in price, Dude, discounted, Mercedes. discounted because they don't sell as well as ones that have a clean title with no accidents whatsoever. So, just because it has a minor accident doesn't mean that it's. That's a uh, pro tip. It is a very looking pro tip. for a car with but a you minor accident where repairs were made. Exactly, and- but you have to look and you see if you can find out what was the accident, what happened. Uh, in my case, the owner hit like a little pole in a parking lot. Uh, it didn't bend the frame. It was fully inspected. There's no safety issues. Uh, visually, everything looked good. One of the the pro tips that um, somebody told me once is if you check the gaps between the the body pieces on the car and all the gaps are are even, that's a very good sign that the repairs were done correctly. If you see it's closer on one side versus the other, that could be indicate a problem with just the way that it was repaired, uh, but give you... Kind of an idea of, you know, the shape of the car. Yeah. So pro tip there. And sh- I was so against it. Well, we're very much alike. It's it's funny. You don't say. Were you there when that happened at the, at the poker, poker game? game? Yeah. <laughs> this fucking guy. So we have a friend who got married very recently. There was a card being passed around. So Aaron wrote like, hey, thanks, you know, or congratulations. Congratulations to was, you right? both. Yeah. Then his wife gets it. Aaron goes to his wife. Because I didn't tell her that she had to sign it. Please, please check out this card. She walks over. She signs it. Word for word, doesn't litter, look. no bullshit. Fucking exact same words. She exactly. Exact you guys are like uh, like Legos. You're even the same color Legos. <laughs> like it's nuts. Made in the same year or what? I mean, I don't, I don't think know. you guys were actually born the same year. But my point is, is you're so damn similar. I it is can't insane. tell you how many times things like that even. have happened. It's crazy. <laughs> it's cool though. It's really cool. It it's is a little it's, unnerving that it that is, happens it's in a real life. Unnerving. You know, speaking of cars, I saw a Tesla on the freeway the other day, and I'm driving up on this thing, and from a distance, it had a very weird look about it, and I couldn't I couldn't tell what the hell it was. And when I got up to it, it actually had glitter all over the car, like specifically played. I don't know if it was a, a wrap or what it was, but the whole thing was glittered out, and it was blinging like like you wouldn't believe it. It was the license plate like times a, a million. Down. It was like 50,000 diamonds attached to the car. <laughs> And the person driving it looked exactly like you'd expect. Like a Barbie. It was like a Barbie. That's in my brain. Yeah. It's like, that's Barbie's car. You nailed that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to see that on Sunday. Are you? Uh, Yeah. I bet you it's probably a good movie. You think it's decent? I bet you it's a good movie. My kids want to see it for some reason, which was a huge surprise. Both of the lead actors are incredibly talented. I don't know how it can't be a good movie. It's got a huge budget. I heard that paint sales actually, like the color pink, Paint uh-huh. sales or red, red the color red paint uh-huh. actually spiked because they had to buy so much paint. Really? For that movie. Oh my god, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Speaking of nuts. speaking of the kids, so kids are definitely weird. I was at. I totally wanted to tell you this. 
like two podcasts ago, I think, but I was at a, a birthday party uh, for my stepson and the kids were going crazy. Uh, and the birthday boy, he's opening up his gifts and I'm there, you know, just writing down names and you know, who's given what just to keep track of that for thank you cards. And the kid in front of me is getting so hyped up for the Nerf gun. And I'm saying, I was like, uh, oh, maybe your dad can buy you one of those. And holy fuck, dude, he's turned around and he was like, <laughs> my dad left us. He, and I'm pretty sure he did holy that because shit. he doesn't love me. Oh my he said God. it in such a How straight old is this face. Kid? I don't know. He's probably like guess. seven or eight. Oh, what I felt kid. so bad for him. And I'm like, can I throw five, $10 down on your, Either that your kid, purchase of the Nerf gun? Poor kid. But man, maybe he just hustled your ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is a weird way to tell me you want to date your mom. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That's nuts. Like this is heavy for a birthday party. That is man. Rough. I don't know if you know that man that was that, i know i know you took think a minute I'm like cold and stuff but dude that's fucked <laughs> that up that was man. harsh that's, i felt bad for the kid i talked to him for rough. a little while i'm like i'm sure he's he loves you man i had to like really i had to therapy him for a little bit and i was like oh man it's it's okay dude you all right and he, oh, he just shook that shit off it was like shit. he was telling me his favorite episode of pokemon i bet you he doesn't even remember you saying he, that at this point he probably he doesn't fucked you up <laughs> it fucked me up 10 times more than it it ever did what him. do you say to something like that? i need more therapy like how do you how do I you don't know. respond like i didn't know how to respond i want to know how people out there would respond like yeah. ser- seriously, I would love to hear how other people respond. I felt genuinely bad, and I wanted to do something. I wanted to be his big official big brother. I like honestly, we can try and adopt you. We have a lot of kids already, but still, I probably would have cussed. I'd have been like, "Holy fuck, my bad." Who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> like I no filter, right? Just oh shit, none. Dude, that sucks oh my balls. god. Yeah, that's man, that's rough. My dad left us because. I don't think he likes us anymore or whatever. Jesus Christ. Look what you did to your son. Be a good dad. If you're guy and you're not dead and you just voluntarily left, you're a piece of shit. Maybe he's playing me. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You never know. It could be one of those kids. Did he start asking questions like, do you think you could buy me one? (laughs) (laughs) I think... Could I have have this Nerf gun? That's Hitler, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's so wrong. Man. I genuinely felt bad. I did not know. That's fucked up. And I I kept a special eye on this kid for the rest of the day. Like, I want to make sure that he gets an extra slice of cake and see if he needs anything. Holy shit. I wanted to make sure he had a top of the line experience. That's fucking wild, dude. Oh, my God. That is rough. Poor kid. So, on another note, on a a scale of one. Where do you go from there? I don't know. On a scale of one, I got a perfect transition here. So, on a scale of one to 10. How amazing would it be if I finally bought you a puppy? I'm not going to fucking... <laughs> wow. No puppies for I me. I know I said I would do I it on Christmas. I love puppies. I love dogs, especially if it's a puppy golden retriever. Holy shit. I've talked shit. about this before, and I feel like it's a good Christmas gift. I would give it away or You something. shouldn't do that. Why would, would you do that? I would give it away to somebody that I could trust that what would take good care of the you dog. Would see I would his sell little... it because that's the only way that you can get somebody who's legitimately probably going to take you care You would of see dog. those little puppy paws, and I feel like you would fall in love. Oh, I would fall in love. Oh, but what I kind would of dog? still pass it off. I'm not going to do it, but what kind of dog would you love for it to be? Golden Retriever. Golden dude. Retriever, right? Yeah. Golden Retriever puppy. All right, I'm jotting that That's down. That's the best. And I promise you, I Did you swear ha- to God, you had a. I will fucking get rid of it. <laughs> oh my God, you're so heartless. I'm not heartless. <laughs> I'm able to make non emotional decisions uh, regardless not of Not when my it comes emotions. to little puppers. Yes. Even little puppers. <laughs> even little puppers. Even if that you kid looking was his like, little puppy would you eyes? buy me one? I'd be like, no, you should ask your mom. But not for yeah. me. Nah. Didn't you have, when you got your Golden Retriever, was it a puppy when you got it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he was. What was his name? Jedi. Yeah. Well, so his official name was Master Jedi Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh it was my on his god! Work. Yeah, it was so bad. You're well, so in okay, love. Look, initially his <laughs> name was Twinkie, and I I wasn't. I could see that. I wasn't feeling it. It was really weird when I was trying to train him. Like, come on, Twinkie. Is that the name come that they gave it? And that was the name that we gave him. Or that I gave him. And then I was I like, believe this that. is really... You're a Twinkie fan. I love Twinkies, dude. I know and, you and do. And so I was like... but And he was like the color of a Twinkie, right? So yeah. I was like... We it gotta... fits. But the problem is, is when I was calling him Twinkie, it felt wrong. I was like, no, this is a bad name. So then I wanted to name him Tank. Like, it wasn't a good name for discipline? Like, no. Twinkie, no, stop eating just, that shoe. No. It was just weird. Like, it was a lame name kind okay. of thing. It, he wasn't like a little... He was. He's a big golden retriever. dog namer's remorse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so so then it was, well, 
let's name him something else. And somebody suggested naming him Darth Vader. And that didn't make a lot of sense because he was a golden, golden retriever. But you're a Star Wars fan. So, so you I was like, you know, Jedi cloaks are kind of like a tannish brown. You know, they, they are wear a lot actually. of that color. They have like a dark brown, but underneath that, it's usually like a tannish brown. I was yeah. like, let's call him Jedi. And in my favorite Jedi is Master Jedi Obi Wan oh, Kenobi. So I was nerding like, out roll. over here. Yeah, dude. And it was, <laughs> it was dope. And so, and that name, suit it really fit him. So he was pretty cool. It felt like second nature. That I'm guy sure. was special. He was a good pup. Your next one's going to be. What would you name the next one? I don't know. Probably Tank. Tank? Unless it was you a think girl. Tank is a good one? I love that name. Would you rather me. have a boy dog or a girl dog? A girl. Yeah? Yeah. You absolutely. think they're easier to train? Uh, Yeah. They're more obedient. Uh-huh. Boys have balls. Right? <laughs> like they have balls. They have balls. They have they test That's an actual fact. Way beyond what the girls do. Perfect. Like way beyond. The girls I, I don't know, like my this is my anecdotal experience uh-huh. with dogs, but I had a lab before I had Jedi mm-hmm. and the lab's name was Daisy. Yeah. And she Did you have that one from a puppy too? Uh-huh. Both of them one was at 5 weeks, which is a little young, but that was the only time it was like a timeline thing that we had to get her and then uh Jedi was at 6 weeks. Did one is, get bigger? They were Over both the other, big they fucking both get pretty dogs. big. Yeah. They were both like I remember seeing dogs. Jedi. Jedi was, was a big monster, dog. dude. Yeah. What's funny is like he looked small to me. Because I, I was around could... him every day, and I'd throw him around and wrestle with him. When I came over the first few times, he's so big. I think he would stand almost as tall as me. He's He was a big boy, He's dude. so For, big. So I think the average purebred male typically is around like maybe 70 pounds. Yeah. He was no shit. He was like 100, 105. He was a big fucking dog. Yeah. And um, he, but he was super obedient. But yeah, no, female dog all the way. Yeah. You have to deal with like the heat thing, right? Yeah. Which sucks, but that's like once every like year or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's not that big of a deal. But overall, like I feel like the obedience level of Daisy versus Jedi was completely different. Yeah. It was, I mean, like. They were both amazing and they both listened, but Jedi went through this phase where he like ripped up my couches uh-huh. and like Daisy just ripped out a few flowers out of the backyard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. And there would be like things where I could tell her, Hey, sit and stay. And she wouldn't be like squirrel. She would like <laughs> actually fucking focus. Whereas Jedi Very, would be like sitting there. I'm sure you put a lot of time would, into it. Dude. Yeah. Like it's just night and day. Female dog. I can tell you love the dog. Dude, I do. So much. Don't give me a dog. I promise you I will get rid of it. And you'll be like, you're a heartless bastard. And I'll be like, nah, dude. It's it's nice to see that you have an actual heart. (laughs) (laughs) It's there. And now I have a shopping list. You can, for Christmas. So you get me the Wagyu steak. Wagyu. Look. And I'll I'll get you the puppy. Funko Pop figurine, dude. I got two dogs. There's Doug from Up. And then there's uh, the beast from the sand. Sorry, I'm not convinced. (laughs) I love dogs. Dogs are awesome. I know you do. That's why I'm going to get you one. Anyway, I can hate cats. Let's just throw that out there. (laughs) I think we're done for today. We're going to wrap it up on the I hate cats. Please don't send us hate mail about Thomas hating cats. I'll forward it to him if you do. Some cats are cool. Most cats are assholes. My cats are great. Are they? They're never assholes. They are assholes. Okay, your cats suck. (laughs) They're cool. All right. All right, man. Good job. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you.